In Your Element is made just for you, the listener. If you enjoy the podcast, consider visiting patreon.com slash inyourelement and supporting at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early and ad-free. Gain a Patreon-exclusive role in the In Your Element Discord server, where you can hang out and chat with myself and other elementalists, be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts, and more. Now, on to the show. Welcome to episode 37 of In Your Element, a gaming podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Adler. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to let you know where you can find In Your Element online. My website is inyourelementpodcast.com. I'm on Instagram at inyourelementpodcast, on Twitter at IYEpodcast, and if you enjoy the show, consider visiting patreon.com slash inyourelement and supporting at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early and ad-free, gain a Patreon-exclusive role in the In Your Element Discord server, and be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts, and more. And if you have any gaming-related questions that you'd like me to answer, email me at hello at inyourelementpodcast.com. I'll answer your questions on the next episode of In Your Element. Today, I'm joined by my guests, Adrian Espinoza and Austin Elkins. Guys, how are you doing? Good. What up, man? I'm good. What up, what up, what up? Uh, what have you guys been up to lately? Uh, just nice. hanging out. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> sounds, sounds real good, dude. Yeah. No, I've just been getting the stream, kind of trying to dial it in a little bit more. Still not been on as much as i'd like to but yeah surprise surprise process, man back to uh playing Fortnite. yeah holy shit man i know i honestly wasn't expecting to go go back and like really go back in hard but i've been playing like crazy dude like weekly yeah, challenges weird. playing the ltms we had the john wick mode there's like a michael jordan crossover right now just crazy shit happening every week it seems like um and i'm just i'm floored at how well that game is still doing and on the flip side Besides the news that broke today that Apex is going to start getting challenges, which we expected. And, of course, they're going to be showing off the, the next season of content uh, at E3. But, man, it's just such a different atmosphere over on the Apex side. I mean, even on the subreddit, it's, like, just dire out there right now on that, on that end. Whereas Fortnite's still just on the up and up, which is crazy to me. Yeah, when Apex first came out, you, you definitely knew that Fortnite and Epic Games felt the, felt the presence. And they yeah. knew that it was something to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Fortnite kind of just kept doing what it was doing. And I feel like they've never eased up on content and never like eased up on like their game plan. And it just keeps, you know, providing, keeping it fresh. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. And they've even taken a few pages out of the book of Apex Legends by adding in the respawn vans first and then the ping system. And um, now they've got high hot zones where you can drop in and there's like little loot drones that have uh, better loot in certain areas uh, that rotate each, you know, each round. So um, definitely like all of the things that made Apex so different have kind of made their way over to Fortnite with mm-hmm. the exception of the movement. Of course, the, the movement still like feels so good in Apex. And I feel like really they kind of broke ground on that movement that's the style feature of the game. Like, that's yeah, the, uh, that's. That's the whole point, almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Time. It's like, yeah. That's what makes it stand out and feel like so good and satisfying to play. Mm-hmm. But it does, it does just kind of feel stale for me right now. Like I'll go in and play, and I still enjoy it, and it's it's different than anything else I've been playing. Right. So, um, 
I don't know. It feels good, uh, the movement and everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think they th- this next season for them is going to be make or break. I think they've been they they had such a hot start, you know, breaking fifty million players in like a matter of what like a, a couple weeks, and uh, it, it's kind of just tapered off. the The excitement levels dropped off a bit. I think it, this season's been going on for a very long time. The battle pass was kind of lackluster. They mm-hmm. definitely have a lot of their work cut out for them. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm definitely still excited to see where that where that series goes, just because it is such a, a different experience from, a, say, Fortnite. You know, that's mm-hmm. still heavily reliant on building and uh, a little bit more cartoonish looking um, style wise. So yeah. Um, besides that, what else? What else have you guys been playing? I just been on Borderlands basically. Besides playing uh, Fortnite with Austin, mm-hmm. it's really just on my own time. I've been just plowing through that game because mm-hmm. there's so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was starting it for a bit and then I I kind of put a pause on it um just playing other things too of course but yeah I, and then they of course announced that that's going to be free next month for PlayStation Plus and I'm bummed out cuz I just bought it last month <laughs> <laughs> or earlier this month I think so, you know. That shit happens though. Uh you know, buying a game and then of course it goes on like free or on a big sale or something but um I just jumped in recently to Dauntless, another free-to-play game, um, which is kind of like a like a light version of Monster Hunter in a way. So you've got like squad-based gameplay uh, where you go out, you hunt these big behemoth monsters, you get gear, um, and then you you as you're fighting them, you'll you'll get different drops, different parts that you can use from the monster to craft new gear. And there's like this really cool, satisfying feedback loop for that. Um, of course, they have their own like battle pass type thing uh, as well. Uh, so it seems like everybody these days has their own version of a battle pass just because it is so like such a good way to monetize the game. rocket league yeah rocket league has their rocket pass uh so yeah i mean it's exciting have you guys gotten a chance to dive into dauntless no i downloaded it that night that we were Mm -hmm. talking about it and then i just haven't since i I installed it and played like the tutorial and at that Mm -hmm. point it was almost two in the morning so i didn't play very much at all but yeah um Certainly interested in giving it a little bit more of a go. Um, mm-hmm. Seems like a nice change of pace from other, shoot like from shooters that I'm mostly yeah. into. Yeah, I do. I'd like to have a discussion about it in the future. But yeah, it's it's it is uh, very much a change of pace. It's cool because it's a genre that you know this like RPG action RPG kind of hunting um, really doesn't have much competition other than like the Monster Hunter franchise. Uh, which obviously did extremely well last year with Monster Hunter World. This is uh, kind of a genre that it's still kind of niche. It hasn't really broken through like a like first-person shooter or like the Battle Royales have. So it's kind of cool to see a free-to-play version of that that people can kind of get their feet wet and see if that is something that they want to play. So um, I think this is definitely going to be a game that will only continue to get bigger. They've already crossed like 6 million players in their first week, which is definitely uh, nothing to stick your nose up at. So. I appreciate that it's not so, uh, at least from what I've seen, like as intensive as far as mechanics and menus and mm-hmm. oh, like monster hunter? trees and stuff. Yeah, like monster hunter. Like, see, so like you said, you can kind of dip your feet into the genre without like having to go balls deep to just like, going figure out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it seems That's... like a fairly easy pick up and play type deal instead of yeah. Like, I have to yeah, dedicate my, my life to this to understand right? it and like optimize my build and everything. Yeah, my experience with Monster Hunter was uh, the game that was on Wii U, and I forget what it was called. It was like Monster Hunter 
I don't remember what it was, but it was it was online, of course. I, I got it with a couple friends and we jumped in. And first of all, getting in a match with people was like near impossible trying to like party up, probably because it was on Wii U. But just in general, it was like such an obtuse system just to like party up with friends. Um, and then I just had a completely different idea of what that game was going to be. And it was so just way too many systems and like just very overwhelming. And I was like, this is not what I want to play right now. So. Pretty sure I traded yeah. it in like a week later and haven't gone back to that I, series. So I was stoked about the new one coming out and then I saw some gameplay and I was like, yeah, this is not it's not what I'm into right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they just announced a big expansion that's coming out later this year. It looks really good. So who knows if uh, if we get into Dauntless, maybe maybe Monster Hunter, you know, uh, around the corner. Yeah, I know they're I think they either started or they're going to start like a, a free demo version of the game that you can play on PS4 for monster hunter world just to kind of get people oh, like dang. familiar with the game so it's the full game from what i understand just like a limited time demo type deal yeah but i think it's i think it lasts it may already be going i wanted to say it was like may 9th through the 31st so it probably ends already but oh. i don't know anyway well <laughs> cool. cool well uh <laughs> let's hop into our feature discussion so After weeks of cryptic teases, Kojima Productions and PlayStation have finally released some substantial information for Death Stranding through a new almost nine minute long trailer. The game will officially be releasing this year on November 8th, 2019, exclusively for PlayStation 4, of course. Um, Guys, I wanted to chat with you today about your reactions to the trailer. Um, What are some things that stood out to you and what do you think this game is going to be about now that we've gotten some more information? Uh, so one again, I mean, dude, it looks crazy. Mm-hmm. It looks absolutely crazy, and in, in a good way, of course. It just seems like it's so cinematic. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be super, which is like not surprising because of who's making it. But it's going to be super cinematic, and it's it looks like it's going to be extremely um, kind of like big, because the premise of it is that you're going to be going to all of these different places to try to bring everyone together again. Right. Um, and you have to kind of get your way over there, which basically looks like you're just mainly just going through a lot of terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like it's probably going to be pretty big, I can assume. Yeah. And, I mean, just yeah. from the trailer, we got to see uh, like a lot of mountain, a lot of green mountain areas. There was like yeah. uh, some swampy, weird, dark areas. There was a snowy area too, so... I don't know if there's going to be like seasons that pass in this game and it's kind of all around the same area. If you're going to be really traversing like, you know, big, big worlds, it definitely looks very open though, for sure. I mean, from, uh, from what we saw so far. I think it has like a verticality to it too. Mm-hmm. It's like what we saw with like the ladder or when yeah. he shoves the, you know, when he gets the, the rope out of the yeah. ground. Yes. He like jams that thing in the ground and then has like a rappel. Mechanic. Yeah, so I I feel like what's it's gonna have like some, it's not just gonna be wide. It's gonna be a little vertical as well. Yeah, which seems cool. I mean, yeah, wide, everything both I've seen. up and down, and forward yeah. and backwards. <laughs> the whole perhaps night. even side to side. Is the world flat though in this game? That's what I want to know. Anyway, well, the, the, we, we're not gonna get into like that. It's taking place in the U.S., so <laughs> I was like, "Do you want to fight?" <laughs> so um yeah i mean uh as far as the gameplay itself goes what did you guys take away from this trailer do you feel like you have an idea now of what this game is or are you not as confused like me okay so i don't the only one yeah i don't have a feeling of like what the game is but it, it, it is cool to see like some 
action like in in previous things even when there was like pretty obviously like gameplay rendered uh or like in-game you know rendered like when they're walking around like that's all Mm -hmm. that was shown before was literally just walking around right so it's like okay so we're gonna walk yeah walking simulator we're gonna walk a lot yeah yeah um and there was you know a lot of that kind of what we've seen before in this trailer but then we saw some like hand-to-hand combat and like the um a little bit of shooting stuff and then like Mm -hmm. riding on the motorcycle and first of all that motorcycle looks fucking great by the way it looks so cool like that shit like days gone has their motorcycle which of course is kind of like a core mechanic of that game this bike looks so much better than that one already like he just busted a wheelie and just took off i was like yes that is what's so cool is it looks like almost like a believable futuristic motorcycle like yeah it's not it's like almost a near future thing right Um, right i love how beefy it looks yeah it looks like a track motorcycle but like Mm -hmm. beef armored yeah yeah Um, one other thing that that kind of stood out to me of course we got to see some like actual gameplay so you mentioned we saw some gunplay um the there's like some combat scenarios you guys catch the part where he like smacks the dude with the briefcase yeah yeah that was pretty exciting um but overall like the there wasn't like a hud on this it was a pretty clean ui overall which looks really good uh, there wasn't the only like time a, you saw like any sort of like a traditional UI is when you have the gun because then you have your mm-hmm. ammo, your ammo, yeah, thing, like crosshair, right? But even then, it didn't have anything like on the bottom of the screen. It was kind of just like a small like thing next to the reticle that showed like how much ammo you have left and which weapon you're using. Yeah. So I'm curious if the whole game's going to be that clean. So if if it's going to really try to be this more cinematic experience, or if there is going to be some sort of an overlay at some point, like. There wasn't any indication of like his health at all. Um, so maybe it's going to be all just character based, like, um, you know, seeing him physically get hurt or wounded or maybe start limping or something to tell that he's starting to get weak. But um, one of the things that, that they did um, show in this briefly was him kind of getting swallowed up in this like swampy area. Um, and I and I went further on um, PlayStation's website. They have a lot more information on actually like what the game is, which is kind of cool. Confusingly enough in a nine minute trailer, I walked away like not really getting what's happening, but PlayStation's um, website for the game definitely explains it quite a bit more. But one of the things that stood out is that um, you never really die in the game. Um, Here's a quote from the website. It says death is not the end. There's no traditional game over state in death stranding, lose your life during combat and you'll find yourself in an upside down realm searching for a way back to the living. Choose your combat methods carefully, as killing your foe is almost never the solution, and every death carries a consequence. So that's interesting that you're not actually ever really dying. You're just kind of like moving between these different worlds, these different realms. Um, And I think that might have been what we saw in the trailer. Yeah, that getting sucked into the... That like black goo? Yeah, yeah. It kind of has like a Stranger Things vibe. Like a Stranger Things, yeah. Totally. Um, it also makes me think about to the previous uh to the previous um trailers like where the guy gets picked up and then he like shoots himself. Like, yeah. Is he is he expediting getting there? Was he trying to avoid going there? What's the like what's the, the oh, thought process? I never thought about that. that you know? Mm, like, yeah. Because if you don't die when you die, like I don't know, what's the point of shooting yourself 
right we'll we'll have to see yeah that's a good point like me like does every is it just for the game that you don't die or is this like persistent across the whole world does everybody experience that right yeah that's interesting is it like a a rule of the world that they're in or is it like just to move along gameplay or what right that's a really interesting point um i I, the bridge baby has anything to do with it too like if you yeah can go back and forth or if you and if you don't you can't right i was just gonna bring that up what do you guys think so we you know the baby's been kind of just this weird central part of the game what we've seen so far um what do you think those those babies are for well they kind of they kind of like lay not a lot of it but they lay it out a tiny bit like it's used almost as a uh, as like a filter device the baby itself can see these can see those uh invisible you know enemies not necessarily you can't see them but like you get tracks of them because of the baby if i remember correctly they say that the baby's a link to the other side so which which is that which are those beings that you're right from yeah so like yeah yeah the, the other thing too is like they say those who can't um who can't like go or disconnect from the other side or there's mm-hmm. a lot of like talking about the you know holding on or or staying connected to or you know being a part of like the other side and it's like which which side is good or bad and then like what what is um cuz it seems like the the main antagonist uh seems to thrive on the other side like in that right downworld he really yeah. is the environment or like the the forces on that side right or bad i you would assume yeah and, and that's uh, talking to a baby mm-hmm. multiple yeah times in the beginning the right at the beginning so, and the end yeah beginning at the end um that's mads mickelson's character by the way who's uh cliff um yeah what did you guys think of that scene kind of near the end where he was like coming up out of that like black stuff and he had that like dead army behind him pretty cool pretty yeah. eerie yeah for sure um yeah I, talking about the characters so of course we've got norman reedus norman reedus excuse me he's playing sam so he's been prominent in all of the trailers um we've got leia sidu who's going to be playing fragile uh margaret qualley who's mama uh guillermo del toro mama who, Mama, Mama, uh, Guillermo del Toro, who is playing uh, Deadman, um, and then Troy Baker, of course, is Higgs, um, and then there's plenty of other characters too that they showed in the trailer, just like a bunch of these huge like stars, you know, in this game. Troy Baker is actually Troy Baker, though, which is yeah. so sick. What a you trip, don't ever dude. see that. No, he's like actually his whole face and everything. Like, it's I was actually like, That's him. Wild, dude. It's so yeah. weird to think about like the fact that he hasn't. Like we've seen, he's been in so many games, but you've never seen right. him like physically. Yeah, I'd also like uh, to point out that Nicholas Winding Refn is in it uh, as Heartman, and um, he is the uh, director of um, Drive. Only God forgives. Neon Demon. So, oh shit! Yeah. Really? Yeah. So oh wow! He, that's like a huge, um, not only get like for a video game, but also like in my opinion being like a film fan like lends a lot of credibility to like the story that this game's gonna have and like the atmosphere because aside from like 
having like pretty interesting like subject matter in those movies mm-hmm. he is a master like with his presentation and his eye for stuff mm-hmm. like if if anything you you can not like disagree that those movies look super cool even if mm-hmm. you didn't like the actual movie like they're yeah. so beautiful visually they're so, like super good looking yeah i'm really excited that he's involved and i didn't know until i saw the trailer yeah um, yesterday so that's that was, that's that was big cool. for me yeah man i didn't even know who me. he was yeah i saw a bunch of names that i didn't recognize so i didn't plug them in here but that's a that is very cool that's and awesome. another uh shout out to i forget who the actor is that's playing it but um there's a character called die hard man yeah <laughs> dude wearing like the mask i was like oh my god somebody that made a joke shows... that... oh sorry go ahead yeah there's somebody made a joke online they're like mega man 12's looking really good because they're like you know dead man, oh, man. die hard man heart man like <laughs> all yeah. these all these characters <laughs> i was gonna say just like the die hard man is like just kind of again shows um kojima's like western like love for western film and right obviously yeah. his biggest uh series um why am i drawing a metal, blank metal gear? metal gear yeah sorry yeah. um snake is obviously influenced by escape from new york uh with the eye patch and the hair yeah yeah uh it's pretty interesting to see yeah yeah kojima's an odd guy man i honestly haven't really gotten yeah i like metal gear as a series is like one that's kind of escaped me i've played moments of a couple of the games but haven't really dove into any of them like fully um i played ground zeros before five came out just because it was like a kind of a free demo type thing or it was free on playstation plus i think yes it was um and uh yeah and then um and then five of course came out and i didn't play it because i had no interest really in the in the series um but then it became free on playstation plus also of course grabbed it Uh, but i haven't dove into that and i've heard nothing but good things i've heard from uh many many talking heads on the internet that that's like one of the best games of this entire generation so far just from a gameplay standpoint yeah it's amazing have you played it yeah i didn't beat it um but I played like, I want to say at least fifty percent. Like I mm. poured at least like tw- like twenty something hours into it. Yeah, so you got a it's good a really idea of game. what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's super great. It's super great. It's just, I I feel like Kojima tends to take things and just think he kind of like thinks what's the next step for this that people don't usually see or people don't usually think of. Right. And that's like what he does. I feel like that's just his like in his nature to do which is why we're seeing in death stranding it looks like a video game of course but it looks like mm-hmm. he's trying to do something completely a little bit more ambitious you know he's trying to yeah. use even in his tweets he was like um you know what he's doing with this game he he even calls it like a different genre really of a game yeah yeah he called it like a different type of genre and ever just like everybody in the replies are like this man is crazy he's trying to make not just a new game he's trying to make like a whole new genre and a new game and yeah, it, like it's just it's wild. He has ambitions. Yeah, I I'm really curious. Like once this game is out and people have played it and get an idea of like what the story is, like what what the genre of this game actually is, you know? Because from the trailer, it's like it's really hard to tell. Because there's action sequences. There's of course a lot of just walking, um, and then there's like stealth elements too. Did you guys catch that? He's like kind of crawling through the grass area. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, he's like which, hiding behind the tank. 
to like avoid contact with people. Yeah, which definitely seems like it's drawing some inspiration from uh from the Metal Gear series, which is like heavily stealth influenced. So it's mm-hmm. nice to see that that is also an element in this game. Uh, what I was gonna say is that I, I honestly think they're treating this like a movie. You know, where you show like right the least amount as possible, mm-hmm. but just enough to get somebody like you know interested. I, yeah. I honestly think they're gonna. It's gonna be way more intuitive, like what we see with action stuff. Yeah, I just don't think they want to show us. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the action is gonna be way crazier than than what it's showing. Not just like fighting somebody with a briefcase or having a pistol. <laughs> right. I feel like it's gonna get way more crazy, especially like so watching some of the pieces of trailers that came out, like like with the E three version, mm-hmm. um, and like the the trailer with the uh, Guillermo del Toro in it, where he's like. Mm-hmm escaping a battle scene where it's just like straight up war and he's like underneath a bridge and you just hear a tank and a full army of soldiers like walking past like all this crazy stuff yeah and and even if you look at some of the tweets from the producers and just like like i was saying earlier kojima they're even putting out there like in the tweets like this is a heavy action game that mm-hmm. relies on specific blah, blah 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 but they're not showing any of it right so i i think i think it'll be crazy i'm hoping at least Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're just giving us a little bit of a taste of what the game is just so people can see some actual action happening and not just think that you're going to be walking aimlessly for 40 hours or whatever it ends up being. Yeah, um, I, yeah I'm, I'm almost certain that there's going to be a lot of crazy shit that goes down that we don't see in any of the trailers, especially if they're kind of like alluding to um, the things that they're calling BTs or breached things. Those are going to be kind of like the if I if I can understand the trailer correctly. Those are like those spectral things that are in that like forest area. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those other dimension people. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a whole like, there's a, this whole mystery surrounding these things. Of course, we spoke a little bit about the, the bridge babies, these like that weird baby pod thing that he like hooks into that somehow is his connection to the other side. Um, so there's a lot of these weird mystery things um, that, that are kind of like coming together as, a, as one big story, I guess. Uh, one of the cool things that I saw too in there, somebody, it, it, the game's definitely very futuristic. There's like a lot of really sick looking, like just technology in general in there. But uh, there's, I don't know if there's like some people that are controlling things from a distance. I caught somebody in the trailer that was kind of like wearing some sort of like a headset thing and he had like something attached to his hand. And he was like moving his hand around. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I missed I'm, that. It was like a brief, it was like, I think as he was introducing all the characters and doing just those like quick shots of them, one yeah. of the characters uh, that came up and then he was like wearing this thing and he was controlling something with his hand. So I'm like, who are these people? What are they doing? What kind of technology do they have? I'm just very like, this is like fully piqued my interest. Yeah. Prior to this, I was like, I would watch the trailers as they come out, but I had no idea what I was watching. And I was like, what the fuck is this actually? I don't even know what this game is. Like. Of course, there's a lot of hype around it because it's Kojima, but I don't have any like investment in him as a person just because I didn't play a lot of the games. So I'm like looking at it from a, a third person standpoint of like, this is very just bizarre. I don't think I'm going to understand this game. I may or not may or may not even get it. But after seeing this trailer, I'm like, all right, I'm 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 fully in. I definitely am like interested now in what's happening in this universe. Um and uh, again, on the PlayStation website, too, they, they have got an actual description of like the story of what we're playing the game for. I want to read that real quick. It says, in the near future, mysterious explosions have rocked the planet, setting off a series of supernatural events known as the Death Stranding. 
with spectral creatures plaguing the landscape and the planet on the verge of a mass extinction, it's up to Sam Bridges to journey across the ravaged wasteland and save mankind from impending annihilation. So that's the story from just a like top-down view standpoint. Yeah. Um. So I. I mean, sounds good. Sounds good to me. I definitely want to see more and and get hands-on with this game. Um. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned. Uh. Yeah, I did earlier. Uh. Game's coming out November eighth. So, are you guys surprised by that date by any by any means? No, remember I when we were talking? Would... I was like, it, yeah. it's going to come out tomorrow. All crazy. I thought it was going to be later just because of how long it's felt like I've been right, like wanting to understand what this game is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Kind of similar to you. Like, I don't have a huge investment in the guy himself or his previous work, but right. obviously he's, he kind of knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's you know something to at least look out for. Yeah. Um, but re- really kind of, got me interested at all is just like how weird and dark and like different it looks yeah and like the amount of mystery it's been shrouded in it's like you know it, it, what you don't when you can't see the the monster you're more scared of it or like definitely yeah you, you know it's not all laid out in front of you you're more interested so mm-hmm. um for me you know whether that's the intention or not it worked and yeah uh, after seeing this trailer um I'm I'm all in too. I think yeah. day one purchase, I'll probably like drop everything to play it. Like, yeah. Um, unless something crazy comes out that like just totally turns me off, it's it's got all the right stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I thought it would be longer, but um, I'm I'm happy to see that it's going to be relatively soon. Yeah, it's wild if you really think about it. He left uh Konami or not Konami? What was it? What uh was he Konami? Where was he at before? What did you say? I wish I could tell you. Where? What did you where, say? Where was Kojima at before? Konami. Konami. Okay, I was. I was just trying to trying to remember. So yeah, he left in 2015, if I recall. Left, started his own studio, gathered up a team, basically worked with a brand new team on a brand new idea, built it from the ground up, used the Decima engine, the whole thing, and then is launching the game not even four years later, which is absolutely bonkers if you think about it like that's i I was fully expecting this game was going to be like the furthest out i was thinking it was going to go last of us ghost of tsushima and then death stranding as like the final playstation 4 you know exclusive that they've talked about i thought it Um, might even be next gen honestly yeah oh yeah it it, for a lot of people they were like this game's not coming out on this gen and but they kept saying playstation 4 playstation 4 and people are like uh i don't know this seems yeah. a little too ambitious for this console, but uh, it's wild if you really look at this game and then look back in 2013 when the launch games were coming out and just how far we've come this generation. It doesn't feel like it, but holy shit, it's a huge difference in six years um, from yeah, the games dude. that launched on there. <laughs> huge. It's, yeah, it's wild that this is still going to be running on the launch PlayStation 4. Of course, it'll be better on PlayStation Pro, uh, PlayStation 4 Pro and stuff, but holy shit i can't believe that this game is yeah dude (laughs) yeah um one other thing too that that stood out is that they they alluded to a multiplayer aspect so for a long time kojima has been saying that this is going to be a game that connects everybody and people are speculating what does that mean like are we already playing this game somehow via his weird cryptic tweets online and trying to solve this weird like alternate reality game 
Um, but in this game isn't going to be a traditional like multiplayer game, but it will have asymmetrical co-op. So similar to like Dark Souls, um, where players will be able, yeah, players will be able to kind of interact and stuff. Yeah. Um, so on the, on the PlayStation website, again, they have a little snippet here of like how you're going to be working together with players. It says assist other players, help other travelers without ever crossing paths via asynchronous online gameplay, send supplies, share safe houses and walk in the footsteps of fellow couriers to reunite civilization. What do you think this? Dark Souls. Yeah, it sounds very Dark Soulsy, but what do you what do you expect out of this game? This gameplay, this multiplayer aspect. Uh, it sounds more like it's helping, because you know how like with with Dark Souls you control a lot, right? Yeah, a lot. It sounds like it's going to be the opposite. It sounds like you can house things for people to help them out, as opposed to just like writing notes. Of course, you can you know you can have supplies. I wonder if you can troll though. It'd be kind of nice to think you could do both. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, multiplayer, you should have, you know, the option. I'm not saying I want to get trolled, but, you know, the freedom. I'll troll you, dude. Yeah, freedom of doing whatever. Um, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm definitely intrigued by this, though. It sounds like this is, you know, not a lot of games play around with this, this type of multiplayer mechanic. Usually you've got multiplayer where you can see the players in the world, um, you know, like Destiny or something, where you've got this massive multiplayer base and there's players running around. But it doesn't seem like we're gonna actually like interact with other players um, directly. In the directly, same. yeah, yeah. they're they're kind of just yeah. gonna be you, you coming across things in the world. Um, it almost kind of gives me like a journey vibe a bit too. Um, journey, obviously, a, a game that was pretty popular, PlayStation Three era, where you played the entire game, and then uh, there's all these other characters that were kind of like around you too. And then once the credits rolled, they showed all of the names of the players that you went through the game with were real players which was like a fucking mind explosion for me because i had played through that entire game not realizing those were real people um yeah. but it almost feels like this is kind of going to have the same effect just not seeing those players there but you know what what things are you going to come across in the world are they going to be marked that they're from another player or are they just going to be these scattered clues that you're kind of picking up not sure what is part of your narrative and what's part of somebody else's narrative I wonder if it'll have like a Dragon's Dogma aspect to it too. Not like that hard because it doesn't sound like it's going to be that crazy. But like in Dragon's Dogma, you don't you don't play against people, but you can use their um what's it called? They have you have uh, you have assistance uh basically in in Dragon's Dogma. You can choose to have like anybody in this realm of existence where like they're these basically, you know, players that play with you, mm-hmm. right? And they level up and whatnot. And you make your own, and he's like your companion, but you can have up to like four. And so you go into this realm. There's literally like an army of people. You just walk up to anybody, anybody you want and just look at their stats. And if you like them, you can take them with you. Uh, and when, they do, when you do that, you're taking somebody else's companion. And if oh, I'm shit. not playing the game, like, you know, I get off, my companion enters that realm and somebody can pick my companion, right? So mm-hmm. my, my companion's name was Wolf. And he was like this giant, like, seven foot tall dude i just made him huge just so he can like destroy everybody and every time i left and got back on if anybody ever chose him he would get like a rating stat oh, so wow. you can rate him and say how did he do you know blah 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 blah, and it will go based off that it could be cool that super interesting yeah it's it, it's a really cool thing um point i'm going to getting too carried away though 
point is with Death Stranding, it'd be cool that you could do something, maybe not have like an assistant, but you could do something that could potentially help them. And mm-hmm. you c- and the player that, you know, receives that can rate you on it. Like it'll have more interactive, in, like something more interactive than just being like, hey, I'm going to leave this crate here. Somebody's going to pick it up. Cool. Yeah. You know, because that doesn't seem too interactive. And if it, right. you, you want to really connect with people, I don't know, you can make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know I what feel that like, means, but. I, I mean, I feel like we don't quite know what this multiplayer is yet anyway. I think it's. I think this is very surface level what they've mentioned so far, but Kojima yeah. has been like preaching this whole time that this is like a very connected game. You're going to be connecting with so many people around the world. I think that there is going to be more depth to it. It's just, I feel like it's something that we haven't seen before. And so we just don't quite know what that's going to be until we actually get in the game and play it. Yep. That makes sense. Which is fucking wild to me, dude. Well, the whole thing of you know strands and bridges and connections and mm-hmm. all this yeah, stuff he has is like this uh, theme yeah, yeah of like connection i i'm really excited to to see what what it means um i just wanted to share a quick little thing that one of my buddies uh tweeted about it's like a four tweet little thread um it it really kind of made me appreciate it and i kind of felt this vibe too um considering it's you know, set in, as far as we've, they've said, it's set in America. And they talk about it being like a divided country and stuff. Um, so my, this is my friend at Richard Eiley on Twitter. Um, they said, so the whole American-centric view that might have come across as awkward or unnatural for some in the last uh, Death Stranding trailer actually super fascinates me when you look at Hideo Kojima's age and background. He was born in 1963 in Tokyo. By age 20, the dude clearly had a deep love for cinema, judging by the very clear inspirations for the Solid Snake character Escape from New York. Uh, I think it's safe to say that he might have developed a deep love for 80s Hollywood blockbuster cinema, Mm -hmm. which I don't know, probably meant from the point of view of a Japanese dude from the 80s getting all this cultural diversity through American and Western entertainment. Kojima probably viewed the States as a sort of melting pot utopia for whatever or for what a diverse human culture could look like. And maybe the stuff that influenced him wasn't necessarily super nuanced or accurate, but it did paint this idealized idea for him what America was. So imagine seeing the social and divisional strife that has plagued us over these last handful of years must have really broke that fantasy for him in a huge way. Imagine all that has kind of worked together to push this American-centric narrative of it being so important that this country relearns to come back together. Perceived unification had Mm. done so much good previously to inspire him. Holy shit, dude. That's off to your boy. That's fucking great. Yeah. I I, I felt like that was necessary to share because, like, I mean, obviously, he's talking, he talks to the president at some point. Yeah. Uh, Whose last name is also Bridges, so I assume that they're related somehow. That was the uh, one that was like on the deathbed, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh. They said you're the you're the president of Jack shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I forgot so, about like, that considering the timeline, especially what you just mentioned, like being 2016 around when the start of this game was being developed. Right. That's uh, right. At that the was the last presidential time. election. So yeah. Whoa. Like, uh, having. I mean, it may be way heavy, but like no, I don't, I don't think it's it's off character because he had a very. You keep going, keep going. 
in, in like Kojima's recent tweets, he's talking about this other one's really good too. This is directly from Hideo Kojima himself. It says the handprint palm is an imprint or is an important icon in Death Stranding. When you open the palm of your hand, you can hold the hand of another. When you close it, it changes to a fist that can exclude others. Both are inseparable. The palm can be compared to stick and rope, which he previously talked about being the stick being the first invention by man to push people away mm-hmm. and the rope to, to bind people together. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. It's, I love the, the concepts behind it. I love like the unification and the connection that he's talking about. And for someone, you know, being a, uh, you know, person of another country who, uh, who should have like no care about what America is doing. Right. Uh, he seems really invested in like the state of <laughs> our people and our social climate. And I, I appreciate that. So yeah. hats off to him for that. For sure, dude. What a good call out. Honestly, there's so much imagery in this game. And I feel like we're just starting to see a lot more of these themes that are like running through this game. Um, yeah. Like you mentioned with the ropes, with the hands, with um, the, the the babies and just all this all this weird shit that's in there. There's a meaning to it, and I think we won't fully understand it until you play through this narrative and actually see like what this crazy genius has put together over the last few years. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, Jesus, I'm getting so excited the more we talk about it. <laughs> Me too. Holy shit. Um, so speaking of uh, when we're going to get our hands on this game, they did announce there's going to be uh, quite a few different editions of the game. So we've got, of course, the regular game, um, which will be available for $59. There's a special edition version of the game, uh, which is going to be $69, includes a, a steelbook, a digital soundtrack download, and an in-game gold Luden's mask sunglasses for the character. Um, that is the special edition. There's a digital deluxe edition, which is $79, which includes a bunch of in-game armor that's all gold, a digital soundtrack download, and 10 custom PSN avatars. And then the big collector's edition, which is $199, includes a full-sized cargo case, a bridge baby pod that's full-sized as well, uh, the gold in-game armor, digital soundtrack, steelbook, in-game items, and 10 PSN avatars. Give me the um, loot. Yeah, what do you guys think of the collector's edition? Bro, it sounds hard. When it, <laughs> when it, when it said full-size, like, can I get a baby and just, like, throw it Dude, in Dude, did you see it, though? It looks so kinda cool. I know, right? I kind of <laughs> want it, too. <laughs> I want them to make one like man size. Like I want to put myself in one, and just chill. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> just get me one of these pods and let me live. Let me live my life in this damn thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Um. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's What's... it's def. It's not like a a weird to see these like wild collectors editions, but this game is just like so so different than what yeah. we've seen. Just like having this full size pod is like insane to me. I was gonna say, like, what? Who, like, bro? Could you imagine that meeting? Like, normally it's so easy. Let's make a big blah blah blah. You know, like, yeah. like God of War. Let's give him the axe, or you know, whatever it could be. Something, something funny like that, dude. In their meeting, they're like, "So, what are we gonna do? You want to do the pod? You want to give the baby? Throw that, throw that baby wanna, in there. Let's give everybody a little baby. You want to put the baby in it, like?" Do you want to put a baby, an actual? Like, what do you want to do? And is it filled with liquid too? I want to know. I need to see it. I I really do. I need to. There's have, a get picture hands on. on the website. Yeah, uh, 
It looks like it's just translucent yellow plastic with the. There's like lights on it though that light up, so it, mm-hmm. it, it, like it does something. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Maybe we're gonna connect to it somehow. Everyone It'd be cool like... if it was a charger for your like controllers. You got, like, <laughs> controls in there. <laughs> it it doubles as a phone TV? charger. <laughs> yeah. You, you put, put you, now you put, put you. Your chest. You would, yeah right with the... <laughs> bro you go to edc with that mounted on your chest you can dude, turn it into hard, a cooler turn so into a cooler yeah dude throw your beers in the pod you, can, pod. you can store your vapes in there hey at the oh, very dude. least it's a, a cost cosplay booster yeah that's true you got you got all the easier than making your own yeah for sure um awesome well do you guys have any last last thoughts on the trailer uh no i'm very hype i'm very hyped too yeah really the game looks hype, good yeah. character models look in- incredible dude they the cinematics in this game look outstanding i'm excited to see uh all the different characters coming together of course just playing through this world and just kind of getting hands-on and i'm really intrigued to see more gameplay too i'm sure we'll see something as the game gets closer a little bit more gameplay but um I, yeah i think this is just the the tip of the iceberg as far as what this game is going to look like and as it gets closer i think we'll we'll start to understand a little bit more of this imagery that that kojima's put out yeah stoked sweet well guys i want to thank you uh for joining me today to discuss reactions on the trailer uh, again the game will be coming out november 8th 2019 on playstation 4 pre-orders are available now um all three of those collector's editions that we mentioned are up for pre-order you can get the, your hands on that full-sized uh bridge baby pod if you want it um, guys, where can people find you online if they want to follow you and your adventures? You go, Austin. Uh, I am Austin LaVista on Instagram and then Austin LaVista TV on Twitter and Twitch. Yeah, and then there's me. Uh, my name's Adrian. I am an artist. You can find, I got two albums uh, under the artist name adrian but with v's instead of a's so v-d-r-i-v-n i have a youtube just under adrian sterling and then you can find me on instagram and twitter at 82 sterling and that's it cool thanks again guys and once again if you have any gaming related questions you'd like to ask me either tweet at me at iye podcast or email me at the email address hello at in your element podcast.com i'll answer your questions on the next episode if you enjoy the show, consider visiting patreon.com slash in your element and supporting at the $1 level or above to receive all future episodes early and ad free. Gain a Patreon exclusive role in the in your element discord server. Uh, be eligible for giveaways, attend patron hangouts and more. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple podcasts or whatever podcast service you consume the show on and leave a review if you enjoy the content. Until next time, see you later, elementalists.